0: Jim and cake today from the Bozarth Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios the most trusted name in automobiles it's Friday store step the weekend spring training baseball starts today on the team Rockies in Arizona
1: who's ready for another 59 win <laughs> season let's go
0: you know when we do these things we're not selling the product you know that right oh you know we, we oh, say so, sorry um, So it's okay Because we did a lot of that yesterday. We're going, oh, they're going to lose 100 games again. But make sure you listen to the opener against the Diamondbacks Friday. Oh, I I always try to be optimistic.
1: I try to be positive. Listen, we have Nolan Jones. That's a good thing. That's a very good thing. We might have the return of Herman Marquez and...
0: Don't know when that's going to be. He's got Tommy John surgery. Likewise for Antonio Cincinnati. Hey Cal Quantrill, we got, got Cal Did 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 that get anybody excited, Cal Quantrill?
1: It's no show, hey Otani. But I mean, you know, can
0: (laughs) can Chris Bryant play more than ten games in the season?
1: I don't know. We'll we'll find out. We're we're gonna find out. All right, here on the Team Sports Network, exactly.
0: But it starts today. Uh, Rockies in Arizona at uh, one o'clock today. So uh, look forward to some spring training baseball. Look, there's nothing like baseball on right. the radio in the, well, we're, we're not quite to spring yet, but start of the baseball season. Of course, we had Mavericks yesterday. Yep. Mavericks are the valiant effort to try to come back and. Man, it was close. And lost to Northwest Nazarene. Doubleheader for the Mavs today at uh, noon over at uh, the Diamond, by the way. But uh, we have a lot to get to in the program. Uh, We'll talk with uh, Montrose Girls basketball coach Steve Skiff. They have Pueblo West tonight in the uh, Sweet 16 of the 5A Girls Day basketball tournament, uh, which you can hear that game over on the Monkey, by the way. 93.5 in Montrose, 545 pregame for that. And then we'll also have Furtle Monument boys basketball coach Michael Wells the Wildcats get Broomfield a rematch of uh, the, the uh, Centaurus tournament, where uh, the Wildcats rallied from 12 down to win in overtime against Broomfield. So they have some uh, somewhat recent success against familiarity Broomfield, against that Broomfield team. And so I have to fix the promo because the promo that you heard just a few minutes ago not correct yeah. because. They moved the time the game, uh, again. The game time went from seven. Seven. To one. To one. To now two o'clock
1: tomorrow. Which might uh pose an interesting challenge. Uh, because we have CMU basketball on the team with pregame at three forty-five.
0: So we'll just kind of probably roll right in postgame for the for the boys into Pre-game for the Maverick women tomorrow. Pretty much. Yeah. So uh, that's kind of how it's going to look tomorrow on our radio station. Plus updates at Grand Junction at uh, Lewis Palmer. Uh, The Tiger boys playing uh, during that same period of time. So uh, we'll have updates on that tomorrow as well. But uh, Delta girls are on the road at university tonight. Mark Cantor will have that one for you. And you can go to... 957themonkey.com. Click on the Highway 50 Game of the Week. Mark's link is there for the stream to catch the Delta girls at university tonight in the 4A state tournament. All right, so we have a lot going on today. But once again, that Fruita Boys game time has changed. It is now a 2 o'clock start tomorrow out at Fruta Monument High School. The place was absolutely electric the other night. Oh, I bet. we packed on Saturday as well for uh, the Wildcats and the Eagles. Uh, also up. Uh, Football playoff rematch.
1: I was going to say, we're going to get real familiar with uh, the old Brimfield Eagles. Exactly.
0: Exactly. All right. So 704, Jim, along with the cake today from the Bozarth Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios, the most trusted name in automobiles. We'll have where in the world is Tyler Franson coming up later on. Also, our uh, Wrigley Field Colorado Sports Trivia today. It is a Nuggets question, by the way, today on the program. Hmm had uh, the Avs this week. We've had a Rockies question, so a Nuggets question today that pertains to what happened last night with Nikola Jokic. That guy. That guy. Guy is uh, pretty good at basketball.
1: Is he? Not too bad. Yeah. He's pretty good. Pretty, I mean, pretty, pretty I mean, good. he's he's won only what, two MVPs? Just two MVPs, that's it. I, mean, I don't want a third. And, a,
0: and an NBA championship. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. so, yeah. Uh, but LeBron, yeah. though. The one thing, it's interesting though, the Joker has a triple-double against everybody except the Nuggets, because it's the only, the only team he's ever played for.
1: He has not played against the Nuggets, and we hope that, that it never stays happened. that Mike way. Mike
0: Malone quickly said that last night. He's like, Man, I hope, that's, hope that never changes. Hope that that stays, stays accurate the rest of his career. But uh, LeBron and um, also uh, Russell Westbrook, they're the only play. Those are two of the only players to ever have a triple-double against everybody in the league. So, That's kind of nuts. It's kind of crazy. All right, so um, Husker Dale, he was called in. He was going to call it, call in yesterday. I think he tried to, and then we were in the middle of something. And he was going to call back, but he sent us a text. Okay, from the Fruta game the other night. So we'll pull this one out of the microwave, heat it up for this Friday. Uh, the atmosphere in Fruta was electric. I went. I want to tell a quick story about what happened. We were sitting behind the Highlands Ranch parents section and when Highlands Ranch was up by 14, while the moms turned around and told my 10-year-old daughter to quit screaming even though we were at a basketball game. From that moment on, Fruto won on a run, and as we all know, ended up winning the game. It was poetic justice walking out of the arena with a Fruto Monument victory as the Highlands Ranch parents sat quietly. I hope the Highlands Ranch Karen had a good ride home. This is the
1: thing. Parents, shut up. <laughs> respectfully shut up <laughs> because it's a high school basketball game. It's not your kid. You know, if a kid's misbehaving and a parent's not doing anything, that's one thing. If your
0: kid is kneeing me in the back or your kid is screaming in my ear yeah. or
1: throwing or, things or be, being
0: disruptive, if a kid's just sitting there cheering and and being a kid, like it sounds like Husker Dale's daughter was doing, then what's your problem? I I Karen. I, well, I guess at Highlands Ranch, since probably nobody shows up with their basketball games, because that's how it is in the front range. Probably not used to actually sitting in a crowd with people that actually give a rip. Where there's passion for high school athletics or where, where sometimes in the front range that could be we we've been to we have been to high school gyms. I have covering me more of the years than you, where there are times that a regular season game here is a better crowd than a playoff game on the road. And I'm, try, I'm not trying to be a, a mean guy about, about the front range, but the people here on the Western Slope support high school athletics with an incredible amount of passion. Some of it misguided on occasion. Yeah, occasionally. But most of it's very positive, incredible, and wonderful. And so, sounding probably like a jerk about this, Maybe they're not used to having people in the stands, and having kids that get excited about going to a game and having that kind of environment. Who knows? Just saying. Because when I watch stuff on NFHS occasional, I'm going, Wow, well, there's like ten people there. It's mm. pretty good matchup. It's not. It, it, so, anyway, I, yeah, Huskerdale, I, I hope, I hope you guys had a good time, and yeah, uh, you know, hope they had a, <laughs> hope they had a miserable time driving home. Not not a bad in terms of road conditions. Just hope they went. They had to spend just wallowing for you know four plus hours, realizing they blew a fourteen point lead, and the Fruita came back and uh, all that. Well, Fruita doesn't deserve it, and Highlands Ranch, they're thirty two seed, they can go in there and win. Yeah, well, you, you you took Fruita took your best punch in the first half, and, and then they were the much better team in the second half. Daniel Thomas and Jetwells, they were great. Max Orchard made some huge plays at the end of that game, getting on the glass, getting to the foul line. And uh, it should be a fun one tomorrow with Broomfield out at Furtum. But thank you, Husker Dale. Sorry, we didn't get to that text yesterday. Uh, Dylan has one about wondering if we had an opinion on NFL and NHL officiating. Excuse we're going to get
1: to uh, some of that coming up in sound check today.
0: Okay, so we'll just wait on that. So, very good. Uh, we've got, uh, let's see. We got one from Eric and Cedar edge. I listened to a great interview with Terry Bradshaw. I explained what I thought was the obvious of how Brock Purdy was so successful because of the talent around him. I then thought about Russell Wilson, what he had to work with. Sutton's a very good two receiver in the league. Judy's completely unreliable. Wilson had no tight end to throw to. How about Denver go out and actually find some weapons for Russ to throw to in retrospect. It's amazing. They won eight games. I hate the options that I'm hearing about. Drafting a young quarterback will set Denver back at least four years, find Russell some weapons, and and scheme him in a way to get outside the pocket. That's what a good coach would do.
1: Eric, you make excellent points. Let me counter that. Tank, tank, Mm. tank, tank, tank. (laughs) Blow it up.
0: Tank, tank to
1: get who
0: next year? You know who I want next year. I know you want Shadur. Shadur's no guarantee. Nor is Caleb Williams or nor is Bo Nix. I'm
1: starting to actually lose I don't want to say lose interest that's not the right word my my hype I guess if you will on Caleb Williams has fallen off a cliff I think he's a good player the more I I hear about him the more I hear about like what's kind of you know gone on with how his career transpired I'm, I'm not so sure he's the guy now, here's a thought. Maybe all this hype of, you know, all this talk of, well, is Caleb Williams really the guy? Is he really that good? Is he, you know, going to be blah, blah, blah. How much of that is just teams saying that to the media in the hopes that he falls and then they can, you know, they can pick him yeah, up I, instead I of
0: statistically, I mean, he won the Heisman Trophy. I mean, he had, he had a great yeah. run at Oklahoma and then a great run at USC, but it didn't culminate in what everybody thought it would with Lincoln Riley and him. And didn't get a national championship. Didn't get Didn't get to the college football playoffs. P- p- playoffs? Didn't playoffs? Even, didn't even get there. No. And and I, I tend to look at the Bears' situation a little bit like with Russell Wilson and the Broncos. Give Justin Fields more guys. Agree. Give, give him playmakers around him. Totally and, agree. And, and he had the thumb injuries. He overcame that. He got better as the season went along. For Russ... I agree with Eric in that I get it. Sean Payton, your, your 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 offense is about you know rhythm offense and all that, and that's great. But there's no guarantee that anybody you get is going to come in and produce better than Russell Wilson. At, at this it, point, whether it's a Ryan Tannehill, oh God, to a, a a drafting of Bo Nix, and I, I agree with Eric in that you need to, if you're Sean Payton and you're the offensive genius that you, you claim to be, then find ways. For Russ to be effective in this offense, to be more effective, give him that. Be- Number one, give him a tight end. Give him somebody outside of Adam Troutman, <laughs> because Adam Troutman is a nice second, third depth chart tight end. Blocks he, catches a little bit. He's not. A, he's not a game changing player like Greg Dolchich. No. He's and when not. Greg
1: Dulcich is healthy, and when which... and, and
0: when and when Dulcich is healthy, he's big perms, a pretty good player. But that's the problem. With Big Perm, he's, it seems like he's never healthy. But I agree, this team doesn't doesn't have a clear-cut number one guy at wide receiver. No. I agree with Eric. Corlin Sutton, number two, number three guy probably on a lot of teams. Jerry Judy, the, the, he's been underwhelming. Some of this is on Jerry. Some of this is on change of offense no, and of things like
1: that. I mean, some of it is on Russ, too. I mean, there is yeah. there are some things. And, and look, I'll go to bat for Russell Wilson Every day, because I feel like he has definitely gotten the short end of an already pretty corrupted stick. Yeah. His coach has publicly said he's not a fan of him. His general well, anyway, manager. They have
0: a great relationship. Hold on. Don't they? Didn't Hasn't Sean Payton said in recent weeks, Russ and I have a great relationship?
1: How? How do you have a great relationship with him, Sean? How? How? That's like saying your your toxic ex wife and you have a great relationship. Yeah, sure, you have a great relationship because you're you have a restraining order against them. I just think if you're the Brockers at this point in time,
0: that none of the answers out there are are significantly better or or more of a guarantee than what you have with Russell Wilson.
1: It would be at I, best lateral movement. And at worst, you're jeopardizing an already pretty unstable situation. Right. And, and you're going to have all that, that, that
0: dead money that you're going to have to figure out how to, how to navigate the next couple of years when, when Russ is gone. I mean, the, the damage has been done, though. That's the problem. It's like complaining about, well, Denver should have never traded for him. Denver should have never given him an extension. That cat is out of that bag. When he got benched the final two games, When, when actually way before that, when they asked him to defer the guaranteed money.
1: That was the canary with, in the coal with, mine.
0: With the, with the threat, allegedly, of him getting sat down if he didn't agree to it. That's when things were done. And you just like to think the people there were smarter than that, but but apparently they're not. Apparently. You can, you can you can you can sit there and say, okay, maybe Russ isn't what we what we need him to be, but what can we do to get the most out of what the skill set that is there? And that's what Eric talks about with him, getting him out of the pocket more and things like that. Yeah. Just giving him giving him better playmakers. Just give him a chance. Give it give him better guys around him. I and you know, guys like McGlinchy needs to restructure. Mike McGlinchy stole money from the Broncos this last season. I'm sorry, <laughs> Ben Powers stole money. They just flat out went to, to Greg Penner's office, r- robbed him at
1: gunpoint, and basically. Just, just
0: said thank you very much and just cleaned his vault out, cleaned the cleaned it out because they they underperformed. It's a nice Rolex you got there, Greg. Yeah. It would look really nice on my wrist. Thank you. Do I think Russell Wilson's the best quarterback in the league? No. Do I think he can still lead a team? He's not even the best and, and, quarterback in our division. Yeah, and and can, he, can he play winning football? Yeah, I think. But he's got, he's got to have better personnel around him than what the Broncos have. Got to have a tight end that's impactful. We've, we've seen what, what's happened with a team like the Chiefs and Travis
1: Kelsey. Travis Kelsey, you've got, um, I mean, look at all the, all the years, Brady and Gronk. Brady Grog, George Kittle. George Kittle right now. Sam Laporta in Detroit. Sam Laporta had a huge rookie season. You know, and, and and I've always believed that the tight end is the quarterback's best friend because he's the guy that if you're in a bad pocket situation, who's like the first guy that's going to bail you out? The tight end.
0: Guy guy that's there between the hash marks. Usually, well, your are bigger, more physical receivers. Exactly. Tight end's now... Have like we've seen with Travis Kelsey, have the ability to to make plays in space. Same with Sam Laporta. Same with Kittle. Yep. I, I just yeah. I just give him better people to work with. Give him more more talent around him. But this thing's done. Let's just be honest. We can sit here and you know, we can we can do the autopsy on this all day long. But but it's is done and. The Broncos and Sean Payton have made their their mind up that they're moving on, and now Sean Payton. Okay, let's let's see what a genius you truly are, Sean Payton. Let's see it. You're gonna have your guy, your your preferred guy. What what that Jared more, Stidham, whatever that may be, whether that's Jared Stidham, whether that's Jameis Winston, whether that's Bo Nix, or the kid from Tulane, the Pratt kid from Tulane, whatever. You now, this is going to be you. And if it doesn't work out, dude, it is on you, sir, that this does not work out. Because you're you're getting your guy. You're moving on from Russ. You're getting the guy that you feel like can can fit your offense. Once again, with Jared Stidham, was he more of a rhythm passer, what Sean Payton wants, more Drew Brees-ish in some ways the last two games? Yeah. The results, though, statistically were Pretty much damn near the same as Russ, with fewer rushing yards.
1: Pretty much the same. Can we talk about that, too? Can we talk about the fact that you really, as a team, yes, we all, you know, the quarterback's the most important position. The passing game the most important position. If you can't run the football at all, and if you don't even try to run the football, that was part of their problem, too. When no. you have guys, it's not that you don't have the running backs. I mean, Saman J.P. Ryan has proven himself to be an adequate back when healthy. Pookie. We, we know Pookie can do well. And and I um, feel like
0: they really use Jaleel McLaughlin probably the,
1: the least.
0: They, I, don't, I feel like they struggle to figure out how to utilize him
1: Cause he's properly. Because he's a speed back and not a power back. Yeah,
0: and, you know, they, and they talk about him being that Joker-ish kind of back like... Album Kamara was for for Sean in New Orleans. It just seemed like they struggled to figure out how to utilize him. How to utilize? Um, oh gosh, the Oklahoma receiver.
1: Oh um, oh god, jeez, this is this is bad. <laughs> there, there there is not one brain cell right now functioning between.
0: Oh gosh, Marvin Mims. Marvin Mims. It took me, but I'm I starting to Google. It's like no, it's Marvin Mims,
1: Pro Bowler Marvin Mims even. Good Lord. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. I think two, three years ago, we were having this conversation of they're only a quarterback away, right? Because at the time it was Jerry Judy is a young and up and coming receiver. Cortland Sutton is is a proven veteran receiver capable of making good plays when healthy. You know, there was talk of Garrett Bowles improving. You had a guy like uh, Quinn Miners who who really stepped up and was a big needle-in-the-haystack draft acquisition. There was all this talk. The defense was looking great. There was all this, everything else is great except the quarterback, and it, and quarterback was kind of meh because it was and, and, and Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, and, and now you get one of the better seasons – that
0: a Broncos quarterback has had in quite a while. Quite a while. And what than what Russ did last season. Not all the numbers are great. Nobody's sitting here saying all the numbers were great. But you you painted yourself into a corner by giving him the extension when you didn't need to. I once again, I, I, I ad nauseum. I I understand to a point why they did what they did because they're afraid he was going to play well, hit the open market, and then they were going to be screwed and they couldn't re-sign him. So let's get him. Let's get him inked in now. With the, with the total confidence that he's going to be great, and, and, and he wasn't, and then he was much better, and so here you are now, wanting to walk from him, and you're going to have all this dead money that you have to deal with. Uh, CJ with the text. Good morning, CJ. Uh, let's see. If we're moving on from Russ, why not Baker Mayfield? Cap. That's part of the problem is that Mayfield played on the one-year kind of show me deal, four million bucks with with, with the Buccaneers this last season. Four thousand forty-four yards, twenty-eight touchdowns, interceptions, got them to the playoffs. And I think he probably uh, likes it there in Tampa. And so right now, the feeling is that Sport uh, Spot Track says he's probably going to get around twenty-seven point one million annually. So roughly a four-year, one hundred eight point five million dollar deal. That's gonna be too rich for Denver's blood, considering what they have to do with with Russ right now. Mm-hmm. So that's therein lies the rub, my friend CJ, with that one. And Baker Mayfield. Otherwise, yeah, Mayfield would 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 make some sense for the Broncos. All right, seven twenty-two, and it's time for what's happening. And it's brought to you by ComWest, your technology partner. They help business owners grow their business by providing quality, reliable, personalized technology solutions that support and secure their business technology consistently and professionally. One call, one team, one goal. Helping your business grow with PC and server support, network support, cybersecurity. They can also install a new business phone system or install surveillance cameras for you or improve your surveillance that you already have. So call ComWest today, 970-242-8142 or go to commonwestcorp.com. All right, lead things off with the Nuggets last night. Nuggets all-star Nikola Jokic's triple-double paced Denver to a 130-110 drubbing of Washington Thursday night in Denver. He posted 21 points, 19 rebounds, and 15 assists to record a triple-double against every team in the league except the Nuggets. Jokic says the team's focus right now is by getting better with 26 games left in the regular season.
1: Just to get better and just to go when the playoffs comes just to be mentally prepared for what what we need to do. And uh, that's going to be our main, main goal.
0: Denver's two and a half games behind Minnesota for the top spot in the Western Conference. The Avalanche went on the road to face their old rivals in Detroit as the Red Wings beat Colorado 2 to 1 in overtime Thursday night. Nathan McKinnon scored the Avs goal as young goalie Eustace Annanen stopped 28 of 30 shots in the loss. Colorado coach Jared Bednar had praise for Annan and Detroit goalie Alex Lyon.
1: A big road point, disappointing because even last power play, I think uh, Lyon makes a big save on McKinnon. Lekanin gets a rebound in front. We have the bow chance in overtime. That Lyon played really good, but I thought our goalie was really good too.
0: Patrick Kane scored the overtime game winner for the Red Wings. The Abs are one point behind Dallas for the Central Division lead. After trailing 14 to nothing, the Colorado Mesa baseball team thatly scored 12 answered. But it was not enough. Cudderwood Mason drops to 5-4 and four after falling 14-12 to 12 to Northwest Nazarene. A disastrous second inning for Liam Hohenstein ended his day early. Mavs skipper Chris Hanks says Liam will need to bounce back from a rough effort yesterday.
1: You know, he was freshman of the year, and it's going to be harder for him this year because he's not going to surprise anybody. And, you know, they kind of ambushed him. We'll have to clean that up. We're early on here. We're trying to find the, how the pieces go together. But... Uh, Is certainly disappointing.
0: Caleb Ruder was the third pitcher for the Mavs, came in on the fourth, went five innings, struck out six, and did not give up a run. Games two and three of the series start at noon today at the Diamond of the Bergman Sports Complex. The 24-0 and Fruto Monument boys basketball team continues their 6A state tournament run tomorrow and they host Broomfield in the Sweet 16. The Wildcats rallied from a 14-point deficit to beat Highlands Ranch 55-43 to on Wednesday night. Daniel Thomas and leading the way with 20 points. Tomorrow's matchup will be the second meeting of the season between the Wildcats and the Eagles.
1: Two Broomfield had us down 12 in the fourth quarter at the Centaur's turn. We end up having to come back to beat them in overtime. The so they're a really good team.
0: For the Monument Coach Michael Wells, that was Week Four of the season with Max Orchard scoring 24 points in the win. The team will have tomorrow's game. Once again, that time has changed to two o'clock. Our pregame will start at 1:45 tomorrow with updates on the Grand Junction Boys at Lewis Palmer in the 5A State Tournament. And tonight, over on the Monkey, 93.5 in Montrose. The Montrose girls are into the uh, Sweet 16 of the 5A State Tournament. They host Pueblo West, pregame at 545 for that tonight. And in 4A, the Delta girls are at university tonight, and uh, Mark Cantor will have that one for you. You can listen to the game over on uh, the Monkey once again. Go to the website, though, because we will be streaming there. Click on the Highway 50 Game of the Week link, and Mark's streaming link is there for the uh, Delta girls at university tonight. And that's a look at...
1: What's happening?
0: Brought to you by ComWest, your technology service partner. If you need IT help today for your business, they're the team to call at ComWest. 970-242-8142 or go to comwestcorp.com. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Nikola Jokic making a little history last night. Talk about the Nuggets and the Avs, both in action last night. That's on the way next on the Jim Davis Show on the Team Sports Network.
1: I'm a big sports addict. I like sports. 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 This is the Jim Davis Show on the team. 101 FM, 1340 AM, Grand Junction. 102.1 FM, Delta Montrose.
0: Thanks for joining us on this Friday. Jim and Cake today from the Bozarth Miller Chevrolet Duke Studios. Most trust name in automobiles, the Jim Davis Show. Coming up, Montrose Girls Coach Steve Skiff. Last night uh, at Ball Arena, the Nuggets taking on the Washington Wizards last night. Soon to be, what, the Virginia Wizards? I don't know. Of course, that deal got, I guess that deal is dead at the moment for them to to move. But uh, regardless of the name, the Nuggets love beating up on Washington, whether it's the Wizards or the Bullets or whatever. But uh, last night, the Nuggets, uh, who had that, um, that rough stretch heading to the All-Star break, but they lost three straight games. Well, um... You know what's good for you when when you're feeling under the weather? The Washington Wizards. Hey! Nuggets uh, pounding the Wizards last night, 130-110. to Nikola Jokic, 21 points, 19 rebounds, 15 assists. And Jokic now is a triple-double against every NBA team except the Nuggets. Now, he has multiple um, in his uh, career against every team except the Knicks, the Pacers, and Wizards and LeBron James Russell Westbrook they're the only players to have triple doubles against all 30 NBA teams so Nicole Jokic continues to be absolutely incredible and after the game Michael Malone talked about uh, the incredibleness of his guy Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets getting the win last
1: night um, never forcing it 15 assists 19 rebounds Uh, and, And what's unique about him is that he can impose his will in so many different areas. You know, some guys were great scorers. You know, Nikola, he can score, he can rebound, he can playmate. Um, he can just impact the game across the board. And uh, as we always talk about, just the definition of greatness. Uh, you know, but, you know, Jamal, 18, 8, and 4, only one turnover. Michael, 22, Aaron, 17. He got in foul trouble. And then all the contributions off the bench. But, yeah, another special night for Nikola and, you know, uh, just another triple-double. That's almost what you come to expect from him.
0: All right, so the Nuggets last night had seven guys in double figures. By the way, <laughs> with uh, Michael Porter Jr. double double for MPJ last night, twenty-two points, eleven rebounds. Nikola Jokic with the the triple double last night, uh, twenty-one points, nineteen rebounds, fifteen assists. You also had uh, Jamal Murray uh, getting getting some rest and, and hanging to the All Star break, or didn't set out the last game before the All Star break. And uh, Jamal Murray with 18 points last night, 8 assists. And then uh, Aaron Gordon had 17 points last night. And the bench played well. Christian Brown had 12 points. Reggie Jackson had 11. Peyton Watson had 11. And Christian Brown with a double-double last night, 12 points and 10 rebounds. So, uh, outstanding effort uh, up and down the lineup for the Nuggets last night. Kyle Kuzma led all scores. He had 31 points and 12 rebounds for Washington last night. So, the the Nuggets get the victory. And you look at right now the NBA standings Timberwolves lead the Western Conference at 39-16. The uh, Oklahoma City Thunder are game back with the Clippers 2.5 back, the Nuggets 2.5 back, the Pelicans are 5.5 back in the Western Conference and then over in the East. The Celtics lead Cleveland by seven games and Milwaukee by nine games, the Knicks by ten games. Celtics running away with the Eastern Conference this season. So you had the Nuggets game the win last night at home. Avalanche. Renewing the old rivalry oh boy. with the Red Wings. It's not what it once was during the heyday between 96 and 2002 when they won uh, a combined five cups between the Avalanche and the Red Wings. And the Avalanche last night um, falling 2-1 to one in overtime. Nathan McKinnon had the, the lone goal last night for Colorado in that uh, loss. But Eustace Annen, the young guy played well last night. 20 to 30 shots that he stopped. Jared Bednar had a lot of praise for him. Also, Alex Lyon, the, the goaltender for the Red Wings last night. But um, the feeling was is that the Avalanche left a lot of goals out there last night. Yeah. Lyon played well, but the Avalanche missed some opportunities last night. But Ananen, who started out two of the past four games, three of the past eight, um, it's it gives Alexander Georgiev a little bit of a break right now. But it's still... Still seems like there's some uncertainty about whether Eustace Annan is the answer, is the guy. Trade deadline's coming up. So March 5th, I believe. And uh I think March eighth. March eighth? Fifth of the way. It's coming up in March. And so the, the trade deadline is is fast approaching. What will the avalanche do? Are are they are they going to look for a goalie? It is March eighth, thank you. Um or is Eustace Annan Shown enough that they feel like they they can hold Pat and uh, and, and stand Pat, I should say, with with what they have right now.
1: And, and the thing with the Avalanche too is that a lot of the their quote unquote problems, a team that's still you know still pretty good, all, all things considered, the cracks in the armor are mostly injury related. I mean, you talk about Pavel Francouz; he's normally the guy that's the number two. Behind whoever Georgiev, you know, last a uh, couple years ago Kemper, right? Pavel Franzos is usually the number two, and he's down with injury, done you, for the season. Done for the season. You know, you look at some of the other lines. You know, obviously not having Gabe Landeskog, not having Val Nichushkin. Those are things that if the Avalanche have those pieces without injury they don't really need to worry or even necessarily think about any big moves at the trade deadline. They could maybe just add a piece or two that they can sort of bolster, right? With the way that the injury bug has plagued them, now they have to start thinking about the trade deadline more in terms of where can we sort of, you know, patch the cracks, put the spackle on just so that we even have a chance at getting you know further along in the playoffs than we did last right. year, we
0: have we have we had Avs Radio Voice Connor McGahey with us on Wednesday. Here were some of his thoughts about the, the trade deadline, what the Avalanche might do.
2: You need forwards, and here's the thing: the return of Val is everything. If he comes back, that changes how they will play. And if you get your captain to return, that's an added bonus. If those two are back into the lineup, the team functions as it's designed on paper. The only other question would be a backup goaltender.
1: There you go,
0: and during this the stretch between now and March eighth, will Ananen get enough opportunities to to show Jared Bednar and his coaching staff, hey, he can be the answer. You have the, the answer internally. You don't have to go out and make a move you you don't feel like you need to make. And you can focus on maybe getting another Ford, maybe a second line center, something like that potentially. We'll see what happens moving forward. But that continues to be uh, I, I think an area of concern for the Avalanche. But if you can get uh, Valarie Nachushkin back at some point, which we don't know when that will be. And then you got Landis down the road. You know, will Landy be ready for the playoffs? That's, will he get a couple of games in maybe at the end of the regular season? That would be a huge lift for Colorado if that happens moving forward. All right. Uh, Jim along with Cake today can text or call the show 970-242-1340. I guess today, since it is a spring training opener for the Rockies against Arizona, 1 o'clock today here on the team, some Rockies predictions. We're not going to do our official predictions until we get close to the start of the regular season. But just something as simple as, do they lose 100 games again? Yes or no? Simple as that. Quick answer. Does not require a ton of thinking on your part. Yes or no? Do they lose 100 games again? Okay, and I both feel like it's, it's going to happen. Yeah, they're going to lose on their games again. All right, 738, so you can text in uh, your thoughts today. On the team line, 970-242-1340, it's time for sound check.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Blues Islanders last night... The uh, Blues were leading 4 nothing. would have maybe been leading 5 nothing, but they went to the uh, review to determine if it was a goal or no goal. And NHL referee, Garrett Rank, had a moment of refreshing honesty. If he hits it with his stick above his head, <laughs> you are not going to like it, but the call on the ice was correct. No goal. No, oh, that's some good uh, description there from <laughs> Garrett Rank. <laughs> You're not going to like You're it. You're not going to like it, but that's that's oh. a guy who's like, "Oh my god, I have to tell these people that their team, who's already again leading for nothing, did not score a goal." And that it was the correct call in the first try. Let's just get this over with. You're not going to like it. I wish refs would do that more. Just be honest about it. I wish referees would be like, "Here's the deal, you're gonna hate this, or we didn't really see it that great, and the camera, or you know, there was a bird in front of the (laughs) camera. Penalties decline, you know. Something. I just, I just wish, because that's the thing, right? We talk about all the time in any, across any league. There's always the issue of officiating transparency. There's your transparency.
0: <laughs> well, and Dylan you'll know, one wants to know what we think about NHL officiating. I, I, I can't go super, super deep because I don't watch every single NHL game and have not really dived into it. There, there does seem at times to be some calls. The Avalanche have had some calls this season. It's like, how are you calling that goalie? How's that interference? When he gets shoved into the goaltender, how's that? how do you call interference on him when he got shoved into the, yeah. into the goalie? I mean, mean, there's been some moments like that for the Avalanche where, yeah, officiating has not been top shelf. Let's just be honest about that. Uh, One more text before we take a break uh, from James. Good morning, guys. Great show. Did it ever feel like Russ truly fit as a Bronco as a leader of the team? It never felt that way to me as much as I wanted him to. Numbers are one thing, but leadership is a whole other factor. Let's ride. OLL, great show. and looking forward to seeing you on Tuesday. That's James over at Colorado Craft Coffee and Beer and uh we're oh, that's do, right we're planning on doing mav day over there uh, this tuesday with uh with skipper and and hopefully uh, Mercedes should be so we're we're looking at excited about that cover craft coffee and beer uh over there just across from colorado mesa right there by canyon convenience open right now get Where yourself was, some coffee with with a great selection of colorado coffees and then later on in the day a wonderful colorado craft beer over at Colorado Craft Coffee and Beer House. All right, 741. Steve Skiff, Montrose Girls Coach, joins us next on the Jim Davis Show on the Team Sports Network.
1: It's your morning sports and more. It's the Jim Davis Show on the team. Talking Montrose Girls Basketball with Coach Steve Skiff on the Team.
0: And Redhawks coach Steve Skiff brought to you by the Rick Nelson Agency and American Family Insurance. For a free comparison, call this team of licensed professionals at 970-241-0078. Steve Skiff joins us this morning. Good morning, Steve. How are you?
2: Good morning, Jim. How are you doing today?
0: Doing fine. Congratulations on the win the other night to open up the 5A Girls State Basketball Tournament on your home floor. And as you have all season long, a tremendous defense by your basketball team and Let's see what uh three of the last uh, four games you've held teams under twenty points, uh seventeen points by Pueblo County the other night. You went at fifty-four to seventeen, and uh the, the defensive end uh continues to be a real strong suit for your basketball team, Steve.
2: It really was, and the other night was um it was awesome to watch the girls play defense. They uh right from the tip it was uh you know, we were able to pressure Pueblo County a little bit and just everybody really did their job. You know, it's uh, it's fun when you see five kids on the floor. Playing defense together and, and kind of shutting down the other
0: team. You went at fifty-four to seventeen. Uh, kind of take us through because uh, the box score is not up yet on it. Uh, just uh, offensively, uh, who I, I was counting on Maggie Leg and Macy Oberg taking Rocco to to lead the way. But uh, kind of take us through how things look from a scoring standpoint here for your basketball team that win against the Hornets.
2: Yeah, you know it's kind of the same way it's been all year with the, the three kids. You know, contributing Macy had a big night. She had 26 points. Uh, Macy or Maggie had 12 points, and and Tegan had nine. And, and and those three really you know kind of carried the way offensively. But uh, we were sharing the basketball well. Um, and then for us, we were able to turn uh, Pueblo County over and get some easy baskets on the other end. So that was that was a big key to us the other night.
0: Steve Skiff, coach of the Montrose girls basketball team with us into the 5A Sweet 16 when they take on Pueblo West this evening at uh, Montrose High School and uh, Pueblo West they come in Steve 18 and 6 they went uh, 10 and 0 in that 5A4A South Central League so uh Pueblo West uh, they're uh, coming in off the victory over Bear Creek to open up uh, the state tournament 66 to 45 what have you seen on film of this uh, this team from Pueblo West
2: Yeah we've seen a really uh really good basketball team they have a a, a really good guard play out front really good point guard and another shooting guard that's good and then they have a solid post inside so it's going to be a tremendous challenge for us um we're thankful to, to have them come over to the western slope again and, and we're excited to play on our home floor for the for the second
0: round yeah a couple of their top players trinity martin she's averaging almost 12 points per game and eight rebounds per contest and jamie uh, suazo is averaging over 11 points per game five rebounds a uh, game looks like those two certainly uh they're better scorers, but also uh, two of their top players on the glass.
2: They really are. You know, they uh, Martin is is the post inside, and she has great footwork. I mean, we're going to have to try to keep the ball out of her hands as much as, as possible. And then Serrazo, she can do a little bit of everything. She can drive to the basket. Um, she can shoot the three ball from the outside. So those two players are definitely going to have to have our attention tonight.
0: Steve Skiff, Montrose girls basketball coach with us. And, and when you watch them on film, Steve, uh, defensively, uh, a lot of zone, a lot of man. they press a lot? What's kind of the, the, uh, the book on them in terms of what they try to do defensively?
2: You know, they're a lot like us. Uh, they're going to mix it up. They're going to bring some pressure at times. Um, they're really a man-to-man team. Um, I think it's going to be a great battle of, of defensive teams tonight. Like I told my team yesterday, it's going to kind of be the team that's able to execute the most. It's it's probably going to come out with a victory tonight.
0: And we'll have that game tonight on the Monkey, 93.5 in Montrose for that one. Of course, 95.7 here in the Valley uh, with uh, Larry Newland. Pat Hooley will have the call for a 545 pregame for that one tonight over on the Monkey and the Sweet 16 of the 5A Girls State Basketball Tournament. Steve, I appreciate the time. Congratulations on the win. Uh, against Pueblo County. Good luck tonight against Pueblo West.
2: Thank you. I appreciate you having me. All
0: right, take care. Steve Skip, coach of the Montrose Girls basketball team, joining us on the program this morning. All right. So coming up, we'll talk with Michael Wells, Ferdinand, Monument boys basketball coach, about uh, their matchup tomorrow out at Monument uh, High School when they uh, score off against um, Broomfield High School in the uh, Sweet 16 of the 6A State Basketball Tournament, Grand Junction Boys. Uh, they're on the road. They they play at Lewis Palmer, who beat Central the other night. And uh, our game will with Fruit of Monument will start at 2 o'clock, when we'll be able to hopefully uh, bring you at least uh, an updated score on, on Grand Junction and uh, Lewis Palmer uh, coming up tomorrow. So a uh, busy weekend of basketball. Of course, Calberta-Mesa basketball uh, today when they take a New Mexico Islands pregame at 445. And uh, a quick reminder, tomorrow, Mesa's playing at CSU Pueblo Earlier than normal. Four o'clock girls or women's tip tomorrow. For whatever reason. And, and, and then the men will follow uh, at around six o'clock. So uh, our coverage of uh, the of Monmouth-Broomfield game is going to kind of roll right into CSU Pueblo and the Mavericks tomorrow uh, on the team. So it'll be a very, very busy day tomorrow. Um, from Junction Joe. I saw at the Fruita game the other night. It's good to see Joe. It's been a while. Uh, Prayers for the UW families of the three students killed in the tragic car crash yesterday. Looking forward to the Frida game tomorrow. Hashtag limit turnovers. And to Trivia Night at Colorado Craft Coffee and Beer this evening. Which that starts at 6.30 by the way.
1: Now my question is, what's like the the scope of knowledge of trivia? Are we talking like, is it James Holzhauer-esque? Or, or is it more like, you know, what you'd find on like the back of a, like an ice cream bar or something?
0: <laughs> uh, I do not know. I do not know what the, the trivia level is, the
1: knowledge level. Is it, a, is it a bachelor's degree from CMU or is it a, a master's degree from Stanford? <laughs> somewhere, or does it fall somewhere in that range? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. We'll have, we'll have to find out at some
0: point. You have to go check it out at some point.
1: When not doing other things here, might have to... Uh,
0: Which, yeah, you're you're pretty busy. I'm pretty busy right now as well. All right. So, um, appreciate the text from Junction Joe today. Also from James as well. CJ, all texting in. So, coming up next hour, we'll play uh, Where in the World is Tyler Franson, Your chance to win a case of Fat Tire from New Belgium Brewery. And High Country Beverage, 9 o'clock hour, we'll have a Wrigley Field Colorado Sports Trivia where you can win a $15 gift certificate to Wrigley Field Grand Junction's original sports bar just east of Sam Seplazio Field on North Avenue. All right, so uh, Dexter us. Predictions on the Rockies, just kind of a simple yes or no. Will they win? Will they lose 100 games this year? Will they avoid losing 100
1: games? And by how many?
0: You can if you want to, but we'll just take a simple yes, no on that. Do they lose 100 games this year? Sure. Or no. No, they don't. So the Rockies today will have uh, Jack Corrigan and Jerry Schimmel from uh, Talking Stick when the Rockies take on Arizona to open up spring training at 1 o'clock today. So the the Rockies streaming, now Rockies.tv, the new direct-to-consumer streaming option for, for all the games this season except national TV exclusive games. So all, uh, all six spring training games can be streamed for free. Cost or Rockies.tv broadcast during the regular season will be 19 99 per month or ninety nine ninety nine for the full regular season. You can also bundle that as well with MLB TV. But uh, Drew Goodman's back to be the play-by-play voice for the 23rd season. Jeff Houston, Ryan Spielborgs, Corey Sullivan with Kelsey Wingert and Mark Stout will be the, quote, sideline reporters, if you will. The field reporters. Okay. Jenny Cavanaugh, not back, as we've talked about. A longtime member of the Rockies TV broadcast. She's now the play-by-play voice uh, for the Oakland A's. And so she'll become the first uh, primary female play-by-play voice in Major League Baseball history. So pretty much the the, the, the folks that you know, Drew Goodman, Jeff Hewson, Spilly, Corey Sullivan, back to call Rockies baseball. And it's going to be a little different. They're going to have like about a 15-minute pregame Fifteen-minute post-game, it'll be more condensed, if you will. Right. When it comes to what their coverage is, as opposed to what it was on AT and T, uh, Rocky Mountain. So uh, that that's going to be a, a change as well. And you got to pay for that, right? Like they have a subscription fee for that. That is his subscription fee, as I mentioned. It's nineteen ninety-nine per month. Though today's game is free, and I think spring training games. Let me look here again. I think are free.
1: I would kind of hope they would refer. <laughs> yeah. It's free to listen to on the radio here on the Team Sports Network. It's always free, whether it's in-season or now We can't, training. Now, we cannot stream over no. our mobile app because...
0: Because Major League Baseball prevents us from doing that. Bam! Yes. But all six spring training games can be streamed for free at rockies.tv. So the spring training games that they are doing will be free, starting with today. But also, free today on the radio with Jack Corgan and Jerry Schimmel, starting at 1 o'clock, first pitch at one ten from Talking Stick. All right, Hour 2 coming up. We'll go around the NFL next hour. Where in the world is Tyler Franzen? We'll uh, have that for you. And uh, Fruto Monument boys basketball coach Michael Wells will also join us to uh, talk about the matchup with Broomfield and the 6A Sweet 16 coming up tomorrow right here on the team. All right, we'll take a break and come back with Hour 2.